Why did AI cross the road? Stay tuned to find out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Confused Goat. Hello, Neil. Hi, Kia. How are you doing? Yeah, so my nana, nana passed away today. Um, so here's to you, Nana. Yeah, dedicated to your nan, this one. Yeah. So yeah, we've talked about that already uh, ourselves, so no need to dwell on a comedy podcast. But yeah, it did get me thinking just about um, old people. And you know, she was always my nana, just a, an amazing, sprightly, engaging, uh, cheeky lady, wonderful lady. Um, but of course, towards the end, the last few years, um, that, you know, that changed a little bit. You basically, as a baby, it needs to be cared for by someone, you know. And as a old, really old person, you need to be cared for by someone in a, in a very similar way. Except that as an old person, you you understand what dignity is. But as a young <laughs> baby, you've got no concept of that. Do you know what I mean? That's the major, that's the major difference. While well, you're having your nappies cleaned as an old person. You're aware of it. <laughs> but that's a t- and it's a bit awkward, I'd have thought. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not that my gran was afflicted with that problem, but it is one of my fears about getting old is just losing control in all in all ways. But you're right, it is kind of circular because as a baby, you you, you need to rely on someone. But as a baby, you're just like, yes, this is amazing. I love this. Brown is good. Yeah, I can pee in your face. And it, well, it's cute as well, isn't it? It's like, oh, you did a big poo. Oh, but not when you're <laughs> yeah. in, not, not when you're ninety-five. It's not quite so cute. No, no, I'm sure that when you get to ninety-five and you've just pooed your pants, the carer doesn't go, oh, look at this <laughs> lovely big brown one you've done. My sister, she used to do a little bit of caring for elderly folk when she was in London, actually, when she was young, and she was at this place. And one time, someone, one of the patients, just walked into the kitchen, yeah, sat on the rubbish bin did a poo and left and she was just like right i think we we'll just leave that there we don't really need to (laughs) might tie that one off (laughs) yeah well there must be a lot of that mustn't there because obviously there seems to be so much dementia around yeah and i think we're living we're living so much longer our brains are almost carking out before our bodies yeah you wouldn't have had lingering dementia so much i wouldn't have thought a long time ago and it's a horrible one. Anyway, this is a po- is this a comedy? Podcast? Like a comedy, uh, comedy. <laughs> it's the dementia section. Yeah. <laughs> we navigate the listeners through the news, through the news. We are the news. They are the news. We are the news. This is the week that suddenly AI became a thing in my mind. With the um, C C sixty four or whatever it's called, Commodore sixty four, not that, something like that. What's it called? The CGT chatbot or something? Yeah, that thing. I forget the name of it. Yeah, that thing. That thing. I was talking to my friend Al, who lives in America. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, "Who's a robot?" He works in games, gaming industry, a big game company, and we were talking about how AI in this chat chat thing is going to revolutionise the base of the world so then i went down a youtube rabbit hole with this bloke called emad mostique or mostak oh yeah he's a british bloke who basically got this massive ai company i think it's based in america and he was just talking to this other bloke 
and like just saying how the world is about to change fundamentally completely and it's like a billion Gutenberg presses coming out and the internet just being a thousand times more powerful and like I just blew my brains I couldn't sleep I couldn't couldn't stop thinking about it um in like two years Hollywood will be totally revolutionized and different completely different because you'll be able to generate your own movie essentially Mm. you can say right I want Die Hard but with John Candy in the lead and that, that that in real time and then I watched the thing about the the audio so how are we going to define truth from fiction when in real time I could do this podcast as Joe Biden it would it would recognize my voice convert it into joe biden and it's almost wow flawless but then it'd be like because you don't say here's the deal so it wouldn't like it would be he'd be saying different things it wouldn't add here's the deal in no but it would just say it would have my you you as joe biden yeah yeah, yeah. if i just added a few random here's the deals you wouldn't know yeah it would literally be seamless when you say i'm feeling a bit ropey i think it would know that it's not really joe biden <laughs> <laughs> no but, but the other thing, here's the deal with that, though, I was thinking. Here's the deal. Joe Biden is obviously slightly older than the usual president. And there's going to be a decision to be made soon whether he runs again. You know, it's coming up. Yeah. AI could potentially really help him out, couldn't it? Well, how do you mean? Well, I mean, he's a bit slurry, isn't he, at times? Yeah. So so someone could just, like, basically write his scripts anyway. I mean, he doesn't write his speeches. I don't, does I don't he? think AI can help him, like, undo his jacket, though. I think that's <laughs> that's true. That that's still true. going to be a problem. But I mean, couldn't he just do most of it against green screen? <laughs> Put his face on some younger guy. I mean, just just to speed up his little, you know, he does his little jog to prove. Yeah, that he's still yeah, yeah. Jog. They could just slightly improve his jog. We are reaching that point now where you just be able to dictate what you yeah. want about video. Come on, Joe, get up there, Joe. <laughs> oh, <sure. laughs> This is some more fucking interesting shit. Considering what we're talking about, really. Creative jobs, they reckon, were going to be the last ones to fall with AI. Hey. Now they're saying it's they're going to be the first. Oh, Kia. right, okay. <laughs> Not hey. We've got two years to like think of something else to do. I mean, it could do this podcast, couldn't it? It'll just be able to re- like listen to it, analyse it, and just spit out other goats for us. And if it's funnier than what we do, like or better or more interesting... Would you just live with it? Would you just say, right, well, we just can we generate that? Does it matter if it's better or is it worse because it's computer? No, I don't think it's These worth- are the moral dilemmas we've got to face. If your brain is entertained by it, it doesn't matter. You say it doesn't matter. But you'd have to put a rider on it going, this is entirely AI. Surely that's no, a rule. No, I don't think you would. Maybe you would. Do you think there's an ethical dilemma there if you don't know if it's coming from a machine or a person? Probably is an ethical dilemma. Yeah, yeah okay. So you do value humans, that means. Okay, that's interesting. At, the, at this point, obviously it will, it will dissipate. Like your kids probably won't be bother, as bothered as we are about it, whether it's AI or not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to go play with Lisa. Is she, is she a person or an AI? No, she's an AI. Okay. <laughs> be back by seven. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Because no, Dad, I don't have to go anywhere. I just go into the room that generates my landscape with Lisa. Yeah. What happened to VR? That seems to have dip, dipped down a bit. You can't just chill out in the lounge and like get some cashews with your VR goggles. You know what I mean? <laughs> like in a year, right? We could do this podcast with, but I could generate your voice and you could generate mine. That would be. Cool. You know what I mean? We could switch. That'd be cool. We should. That'd do be just weird better. though. Like it's pointless, but you could do yeah. it. Yeah. 
That's dangerous though, no? Isn't that not dangerous? Surely there's got to be a rider on that. Yeah, yeah, it probably is dangerous. It is very, you realise how hard it is to actually decipher truth. Yeah. Forget AI, just Trump. I mean, that shows. Totally. Trump dump. It's taken a long time, but he's, he is getting scrutinised now massively. Yeah. He kind of wrong-footed everyone to begin with, didn't he? Like, I mean, you can't say that, you can't say that. The news media didn't know what to do with him. Social media was basically weaponised by him. I am, yeah. But they, I think people have finally caught up with him. They don't quite know what to do with him still, but the law, the wheels of justice are sort of finally sort of catching up with him a little bit, I think. It's always been the question of, can we nail him breaking the law? Yeah. And yes, yeah. we can. Yes, we can. Well, it looks like it, yeah. I mean, the fact that they sent down his, you know, wingman, you know, he went to prison yeah. for paying Stormy Daniels. I could never work out why they didn't send Trump down. I could never work that out. Like Michael Cohen. He, he did time for it. He did time. But he only got told to pay the, the woman off from political funds. Yeah, right. So why not charge Trump, who obviously gave the order to give the money? I always found that bizarre. But they obviously, this is what it is now. It's coming to it. Anyone who worked with him and then... Yeah, well, everyone... Um, just flip. Even Mike they? Pompeo. Yeah, big fat Mike Pompeo. Everyone went against him. Mike Pompeo's jockstrap. It was a perfect analogy. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone went against him. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Pence like, hates him. Yeah, he hates Pence. Pence hates him. Yeah, yeah, hates him. Nobody ever emerges from a relationship with Donald Trump in a better place, do they? No, never. The American public, no one emerged better. Do not go. He's just a toxic guy. Like, come on. He's got. He just doesn't like. Like his playbook is so like that's such a predictable AI playbook. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, he could teach it a Trumpian move every time. Like, you get attacked, you attack it more. Bigger. Just attack back, double down, yeah. triple down. Yeah. You know what's I don't know what what beyond triple downing is, but quadrupling, <laughs> quadrupling down. Yeah. I mean, he just does that, doesn't he? It's like, Keir, you're. A, I think you're. Um, a liar no you you say no you're a liar because yeah. it's just childhood yeah. like schoolyard i have never slept with horse face stupid daddy yeah. like he starts adding <laughs> insults in there as well like he's such a <laughs> horrible piece so of awful he he's a, such a scumbag he's just horrible horrible yeah so it could have ramifications if he got he could i mean he could run from prison and it would probably probably effing win do you know what i mean that's the worry. Because that would be the ultimate, like, um, it's a conspiracy. They're out to get him, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, you, you, yeah, gosh. He's a martyr to the cause, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And that, how do you combat that with with an AI bolstered Joe Biden? I don't know. <laughs> Is Joe going to run? Yeah, I feel like he shouldn't. But the early um, indications are that he's going to run. He wants to run again. Yeah. You know? Can they change the term run as well? Because when you apply that to <laughs> Joe Biden, shuffle. you sort of think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boris Johnson, he gave um, evidence in front of the whatever inquiry panel in Parliament about Partygate and just, just came over such a twat. Yeah. I didn't mean to mislead Parliament. It's just that, well, I don't really give a shit is what the prevailing thought was. I'm an idiot, basically. I don't... I didn't know what I was saying. Yeah. Soiled his political nappy, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
But to think those two people, uh, it's hilarious really how they've just fallen from grace in such rapid time. It's live by the sword, isn't it? I mean, if you're going to be super attacky and or, or super, uh, like Trump attacks everyone and Boris yeah. is super dismissive of everything, if yeah. you're going to do that, um, you it is majorly risky. You can't, and I'm glad you can't just get away with that shit. No, you're going to bring focus onto yourself. Yeah, obviously it's not over for either of them though, because the pub, a lot of the public who actually support them want to see them come back. That's what's shocking. Do you think Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are a bit too quiet though? Like we heard way too much from Trump, but perhaps we haven't quite heard enough from Joe Biden. But do you think that's because like essentially we're so over it? Maybe, maybe. Like after Boris Johnson's Rishi, well, we forget about Liz Truss, but <laughs> after the Johnson Truss era, soon out, we're just like, ah, oh, just get on with it. Would you try and fix some shit, please? Because we're all going broke here. You know, we're just sort of leaving them to it until the next election, you know? Yeah. How's your new prime minister doing, by the way? Chris Hipkins. <laughs> Chris Hipkins, the legend that is Hipkins. <laughs> Not stumbling. No fireworks. Yeah, he's not really newsworthy, is he? Uh, you know, yet, anyway. So, yeah, let's move on. Have you got a stat of the week, by chance? That's something I thought would be good. No, I haven't, no. Okay, well, that's cool. I just wanted to play the song, really. Um, so yeah, we'll have a, a stat of the week next time. Uh, so listen out for that. Clocks have just changed, haven't they? Me and Laura had a bit of an argument about it because I'm sure she said, "No, I better not talk about this at the podcast. <laughs> kick, kick up dust on this argument." But she said something like, "Oh, the clocks go back," and I said, "No, we go, we go forward." But then I got it wrong. I said, "So we get another hour in bed." So we were both wrong, but she claimed she was entirely right. And so we had a bit of an argument, not argument, <laughs> just bickering. Do you know bickering? Yep, I know it well. How would you get on with bickering? Are you a bickerers? We can't let it go. I think most people can't are. Can't let it go. There'll be silence for about 15 minutes, and then they'll be like, nah, because I just, you know, the, the clock's going, you, know, you can't let it go. <laughs> and then you, you bicker about the fact that you're not letting it go. It's like, well, yeah. no, I'm just, I'm just finishing off the... You know. <laughs> yeah. With relationships, I reckon the understatement is really um, important. Yeah. Like when couples, you know, you get couples, they'll talk really intensely about their love for each other. And I think Mm. that's usually a bad sign. Like when they say, you know, I love him so much. He's my rock. He's my everything. That's like, that's probably got about three or four years max. It's over. It's over. Seriously, though. It's over. Yeah. We've got matching tattoos. And we're going to build our forever home. Like that's oh you god, know what I mean? the forever home. That's one thing that gets my goat. That's what I mean, though. The understatement, like, yeah, she does a pretty good bolognese. Yeah, she's all right. Like, <laughs> that's, that's gonna last. That is real that's love. Real love. She does a pretty good <laughs> you know what I mean, understatement. Oh god, yeah, it's important. That totally is right because it's sustainable. Yeah, it totally is, and it's sort of real. Do you think though that understatement is just dying off? Like it's I don't know. I don't off. know why it's 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 so vital to our survival. We need to we need <laughs> to bring right. it back. Overstatement has taken over. From yeah, understatement. yeah. Every Completely. everything's Completely. fucking amazing, man. If you say, oh yeah, he's good, that's almost like he can't be that good. You've got to say he's brilliant. <laughs> he's absolutely yeah. brilliant. 
everything's been warped. Yeah, yeah, completely right. Although I have to say, living around here um, in Wales and Shropshire borders, there's a certain generation of uh, gentlemen, slightly older now, um, who will never heap praise on anything. You'd ask them a question, and they could have had the most amazing, the the time of their life, right? Yeah. The ultimate moment of their life. That's you know the greatest night of their life. You'd be like, "How was how was your night? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. That is the highest praise they would give for the night of their life. Yeah, I, I sort of quite like that. Yeah, I, I I really like that too. New Zealanders are like that. Old old New Zealand. We're actually known for being um like. Oh yeah, yeah, knock the bastard off! Like fucking just climbed up Mount Everest and like you know first <laughs> knock the bastard. Yeah, off. yeah, understated. You That's know? what's amazing. You're like, you did what? Sorry, oh yeah, just climbed, climbed, it, climbed Everest. <laughs> Had a couple of blokes on my back. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I really like that too. It's just that no fuss, no fuss, no frills. And, yeah, and it's not fake. It's sort of genuine as well. You just want that, don't you? you want the understated hero hero who doesn't go on about what they've done well to be fair it was Sherpa Tenzin as well it wasn't just you yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't bang on about their tiniest doesn't bang on about it in life and wants no attention that's that is my hero the unsustainable thing about that is I want that too and if I found that motherfucker I would be trying to watch them all the time and they would become not what they are because that'd yeah, be, you know what I mean? You'd ruin them. I'd, ru- I'd yeah, ruin yeah. them for my desire to see more of them. Yeah. Just let them go off into the hills and be what they are and you just carry the legend on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The big bang. That's quite big. Okay, so biggest understatements of all time. When the Challenger exploded in 1986, uh, flight controllers here are looking very carefully at the situation. Obviously, a major malfunction. And that was live while after it had blown up. I don't know if you've seen the footage I of that. I remember when it blew up, yeah. I watched it live when I was a kid. You did, wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, it was absolutely terif- terrifying. To see it just play out live and God, yeah. you realise, shit, man, it's not as um, infallible as you, as, as you kind of thought. No, completely right. Um, so that was a yeah that was quite a I think the announcer was a little bit he didn't really know what to say because it was all about and oh, we yeah. have liftoff on the Challenger and then it you know it was like shit what do I say now holy fuck this is a shit show could have gone with that James Watson and Francis Crick on the discovery of DNA this structure has novel features which are of considerable biological interest Oh, that's a good one. The understatement. Bring it back. Yeah, totally right. Yeah. So when you do marketing for the podcast, sadly I do nothing, as you know. Um, you could you could go even more understated. This week's podcast is quite good. Slightly below average. Yeah, but still listenable. Yeah, but still listenable. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I found? I, I recently went. I was invited to a client meal. Right. No, no, now I live in Wales, been here three years, next week. Went to this client meeting back in London. So I haven't been, I haven't even had client meetings for three years. It's all been on remotely, whatever. So I went to this fancy restaurant with, it was three guys, three three blokes, so it's me and two other chaps who I work with. Yeah. The three clients. And I found it weird because I'd lost the sort of skill level of pitching myself where, it's a social event, but they are clients. 
I didn't really know how to behave. You lived in that world. Do you know what I mean? So it's that kind of level of like you're out with clients, so you can yes. be friendly and not as I didn't know them at all. Friendly yeah. and not as sort of stuffy, but at the same time not podcast friendly, not like we are. Because they're no, like, no, the fuck is this guy? Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I totally know what you mean. I so I, I kind of was a bit rusty. I was a bit like unmatched fit for that particular level of sociable, but clienty. <laughs> it reminds. Do you remember in White Lotus season one? Uh, Murray Bartlett's character is explaining to the worker how when you're dealing with customers, you kind of want to be charming, but they don't want to sort of remember you. They want it to be not, you don't want to to talk about anything too specific. What a great show that was. Uh, Yeah, it was a great show, wasn't it? Both series. Both series. Brilliant. Great writing, great performances. Fantastic. Gobbled that up. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think there will be a third one as well. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. I'll just keep banging them out. They've got the AI working on <laughs> Series 15 as we speak. Toru Fa. I've got some things New Zealanders say that Brits don't. Oh, yeah. So instead of clusterfuck, we say balls up or shit fest. Oh, it's a complete, oh, yeah. complete balls up, complete shit fest. Do you say that? Balls up. I think I've heard that, but I probably not. We don't use it as quite as much as you do. Where does balls up? What does it? Does it? To me, it means like oh, you're balls up. You're dead. You're floating upside down in the in the water. Well, I could. I suppose so. I, I'm guessing it's something to do with a f- like a sports game. Don't know. <laughs> I thought up. testicles upside down. Okay. Shit show as well. That's shit show. We, we say shit fest. Like a shit fest, like a yeah. shit festival, yeah, a festival of shit, clusterfuck. Yeah, well, that's the one we don't sort of. Well, we have adopted, but that's not the net that yeah, <laughs> adopted. <laughs> adopted clusterfuck. Should we take it? Should we take it, little clusterfuck? Yes, let's do. Let's adopt clusterfuck. Yeah. Handle the jandle. That's another one we say. I no, I don't know what that means. It's like deal with the situation. What What is a jandle? So a jandle is a flip-flop and it's called a jandal because okay. in New Zealand we called them Japan sandals Japanese sandals because I like sandals <laughs> right. became jandals and that right. I think jandal became either a brand or it is what just what we called the thing that was formerly known as flip-flops anyway it's always been yeah. jandals ever since I can remember in New Zealand jandals so handle the jandal right. well they're quite difficult to handle so that's kind of what, what i think it refers to they're not though are they it just rhymes they're not difficult to handle they just just rhyme well if you walk the phrase you can't handle a... have you ever tried to run in your jandals no i haven't no <laughs> <laughs> i must say i don't even know if it is referring to jandals that you wear it's something that we say and i, I don't know it's a bit like that phrase that's used over here. um i think it's american um, on it like a car bonnet. It just rhymes with on it. On it yeah. It doesn't make any sense, does it? On it like a car bonnet. I'm on it like a car bonnet. Does it make any sense? Handle the jandal. Come from. What does it mean? Need, need um, C43A or whatever it's called. The common Kiwi jandal got its name from a contraction of Japanese sandal. Okay, yeah, we know that. The above would have been perfect in a New Zealand version of A Few Good Men. You can't handle the jack. You can't handle the jandal. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. Don't know where it comes from. There you go. Thanks, Google. Another one is hard out. Oh, hard out. He's hard, hard, hard out. out on the turps, that guy. Like having, like drinking a lot of alcohol. 
Heart, heart out is just oh yeah, heart out. I don't know that one. Intense it means that he's in, oh, intense. Yeah, like um, yeah, like heart out, mate. Just calm down a bit, you know. Uh, you're you're a bit you're yeah. a bit getting a bit hard out there. Do you ever use the phrase hard pass? Like, so do you want to come out for a drink or do you want to go to the to a one man um, play? Hard pass. Hard pass. No. I think it's an American phrase. That's a hard pass. Like, fuck off, basically. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Pass is like I'll pass. But a hard pass is like <laughs> hard pass is like absolutely <laughs> not. Okay. Hard pass. Yeah. That's things New Zealanders say that Brits don't. This week has been a week. Now we call me to bleat. This week has been a bleaty week. This is the weekly bleat. And what's on your bleat sheet? I've got a slightly nicer car. We're actually selling it. We've got to get rid of it. I want to get a just get a Toyota. Sick of the European car, but we've got a. Um, it's a VW Tiguan, right? Which is it's not like a Lamborghini, but it's you know quite a nice SUV. Yeah. I'm not top of the range, not a Touareg, but like the the Tiguan Allspace. So it's quite a you know nice car. Um, yeah. And every now and then, I can see honestly, I you get the like um, don't don't let this. Don't let this prick in quick speed up, speed up kind of reactions from people. <laughs> I don't associate with being that person, so I'm like, I just, I'm uncomfortable in the car. What, 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 why, why do, why do they take offence to the, the, what's it called, a Tiguan? Yeah, it's just like, look at this guy in his fucking European car. Like, don't let him in, don't let him. You know, that, maybe that's just the, the paranoia. <laughs> I don't know, but that's something. That I that so, is paranoia. I've never heard of car paranoia where you're like, I'm sorry, I'm a bit flashy. Not in every scenario. Like if you're in a posh suburb, obviously not. But, you know, I don't drive around in posh suburbs that much. And I was going to get this X-Trail, Nissan X-Trail. I was all set to get it. Checked it out, liked it, it worked. Kind of thought it's only got five seats or something. You know, it'd be nice to have seven seats in case you know. Thought, I'll try the V-Dub just to see what it's like, the Tiguan. Tried it. It was amazing to drive. Like, just the pickup was possibly better. Just, you really, everything a was just one. nicer. It's just a bit yeah. nicer. And I fucking went with it. And I wished I hadn't because the X-Trail was perfectly fine. I should have gone with it. But but but, but the, can't you just lean into the splendidness of your car and not be too worried that people don't let you in? Don't care. If I didn't have three kids, I probably would. But they, you know, they're just so messy in the back. They really they're are. ruining it. Ruining it. And... <laughs> And also, we go to the supermarket, and that's happened twice now. That we've got little little scratches on the on the on the um, doors. Like people have just opened their doors oh. into our door, and it costs. It's like got seven fucking shades of paint. This thing, so it's like, yeah, guy can see you coming a mile off. Fucking muggins in your European car. He's like, if you had to square ones, <laughs> and you have to do the whole door panel to get it all to match. God. And you're like, oh, mate, just give me the fucking bill. What are you doing in New Zealand anyway? So, so oh, back home, I couldn't handle the jando. Flag, 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 flag. of the week. We are out of the A's. We're out of the A's. Can you believe it? We're into the B's. Thrilled with that. And it is the Bahamas. So do you want to describe the flag for our, our listener? Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is a... Well, well, what is it? It is, <laughs> it's a black triangle on its side coming in from the left, which leads to a stripe of yellow and a band of green, either Greeny side. blue, I would say, greeny blue. Greeny blue? Yeah. Yeah. Aqua? I mean, yeah. What do you think of that? I quite like this one, um, I've got to say. 
I think the colors are really striking and they, they really stand out against each other. It's got that South African look about it where you've got the symmetry, but it's, it's kind of a third. The triangle goes into a third. Yeah, I like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I like it. See, this is the thing that confuses me about the flag review. Like, this is a comedy podcast-ish. But um, <laughs> this is a very serious review you've made of the flag. You've just somehow bundled this into our podcast. <laughs> We're already on B. Like, it's going to take 32 years to complete. It doesn't fit at all into the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I like the thrusting black triangle coming in from the left. Yeah. I think that's... Uh, it's novel. It's different. Um, it looks like if you, if you had a camera above, like some kind of snowplow on a uh, that's marking the road with a yellow stripe, a green road. I'll give it seven. I'm going to give it a normal rating, a seven. A seven. Okay, I'm going to give it a. I'm actually going to give this one an eight. I quite like this one. I really do. I, I think the color combination is good. Um, yeah, eight. Okay, good. Good stuff. What is the current leader? Let me bring that up. Um, so what's really cool about this uh, Excel spreadsheet? Oh my God. This is serious. What's really cool about it now is that you can actually, I can look at your top score, my top score. What is my top score? What have I preferred? Is if we go Z to A for Neil. Okay, you've got Af- <laughs> Afghanistan, Algeria, American Samoa. Andorra, Argentina, Aruba are all equal first for you. Um, are they? Yeah. All tens. Spot on. Spot on. <laughs> I'd agree with all of that. That is absolutely right. I, mine that's quite different. Um, Albania was my top. They got nine. That was the double headed eagle. That was the hard rock flag, wasn't it? Hard rock flag. Have you not tend anything? No, I haven't tend anything. But now I've just this one here, Bahamas, has become my second. So there you go. Really? Straight into number Straight two? Straight into number two, yeah. Are you sure about that? I don't know. Is it that good? I, well, I think compared to Antigua and Barbuda, which has got a similar kind of flavour, <laughs> yeah. I prefer this one. It's um, it's just not quite as busy, which which appeals to me, yeah. When you're, when you're releasing this podcast, do you put a hashtag flag lovers or something? I think I, like I need that. to start building, building this flag. I think this flag review's got serious legs. Yeah, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I think that's uh, that's a goat. Amazing. I think we've goated. Well, enjoy the weather. Well, yeah. Get into it. Enjoy the daffodils. The daffodils are out, man. They are out. They are everywhere, and it looks fantastic. Spring is here. Clocks have changed. Awesome. We're only 12 hours apart now. That's good. The 13 was tricky, wasn't 13 it? 13 was difficult. Yeah, and we, we'll go to 11 soon because we'll drop back. So oh, it'll right? get even easier. Yeah. See you soon, man. See you, mate. Bye bye. And are we actually saying goodbye? Yeah. Genuinely yeah, genuinely saying goodbye. goodbye. Okay, cool, man. <laughs> In real, In real life. life. Yeah. All, All right. right. All right, See mate. See ya. All the best. See ya. Bye, bye, bye. So this podcast is in uh, memory of my lovely nana, Deirdre Blackiston. Cheers, Nana. Oh, yeah. To get to the other side, of course.